Hello and welcome to Alpha Podflight, where every episode a guest joins me to talk about a single issue of the comic Alpha Flight. My name's Gareth A. Hopkins, and this time I'm joined by William Hopkins. You can say hello. Hello. We're going to be talking about Alpha Flight issue 17, um, which was made by John Byrne, who was the creator chronicler, which means he wrote drew and inked it andy yankis on colors joe rosen who lettered it denny o'neill was the editor and jim shooter was the editor-in-chief and it was as always presented by stan the man lee right bill yeah um can you just introduce yourself briefly say who you are okay i'm william hopkins people call me bill I like to talk about emoji poops. I like to draw emoji poops. I like machine guns. Perfect. So the perfect person to talk about Alpha Flight uh, and comics in general. Yeah. Right. So let's get going. Could you give me a brief overview of what happens in the comic? So what it started off in the past... Um, Guardian. Mm-hmm. Um, he was asking Heather how he looks in his costume, and then they had a big chat with a chief about Weapon X. Yeah. Then it was in the present when Heather was in the hospital, yeah. chatting to Logan, mm-hmm. and then it went back into the past. And then they were chatting about how Logan betrayed them. Mm-hmm. Um, to say why Logan, why they felt betrayed by Logan. Yes. Why was that? Because he. Because oh. they took care of him, didn't they? Oh, yeah. So um, they they made a couple of references that he was like their child, yeah. even though he's older than them. Yeah. So Heather and James Hudson of Alpha Flight like Wolverine's Parents. surrogate mummy and daddy right so yeah carry on and then they had a big chat on the phone with Gary <laughs> yeah Gary Cody yeah they're they government agent at department H and then half an hour later in the past yeah they had a chat about a ship state thing a ship state yeah oh the ship of state has yeah. been cruising towards a major sandbar this is this is dialogue direct from the comics yeah. And then, so they had a big chat with <clears throat> whoever this man is. <laughs> yeah, don't worry too much about the particulars, because okay. he's, he's quite a minor character. Oh, sorry, uh, I should say, we're recording at Rhodes Art Centre, so every now and again, a door might open and you'll get a blast of Zumba. Um, but yeah, sorry, carry on, Bill. And then Gary did a bit of chatting then it went back to no you don't have to do balloon by balloon just like a general overview of the comic so they had a big chat they all had a big chat so i think that's going to come up quite a lot in this comic isn't it they all had a big chat yeah yeah okay um then they just talked then logan just talked about what he was doing over a bunch of years yeah as an x-man yep and yeah and then also, um, he started wanting to hunt for animals. Then they had a big fight. Who had a big fight? Guardian and Wolverine. Okay, and why did Guardian and Wolverine have a big fight? 
Um, because Alpha Flight wanted to fight. Oh no, because Wolverine tried to betray them. Yeah, so Wolverine was in the Canadian government, and the Canadian government had paid for Wolverine, and then he ran off to join the X-Men. So they send, um, at the at the time he's called Weapon Alpha, yeah. then he calls himself Vindicate, and then he eventually becomes Guardian, but it's the same person every time, and they send him to capture Wolverine and take him back to Canada. Then they just have a really big fight. Yep. And then Colossus, Storm, and Banshee join in. Why do they join in? What are they up to? Um, they were just swimming. Yeah. Then they saw Wolverine flying through the air. <laughs> yeah. Flying through the air. Yeah. Um, and then they just started a big fight. Right. And then, after that, um, they just kept on having a fight. Okay, what happens here? Oh, um, Banshee... Who is That's Moira McTaggart. Oh. So yeah, she gets hit by something. So she gets hit by a ricochet. Oh. Uh, um, weapon Alpha shoots one of his blast things. It oh. bounces off Colossus and hits Moira in the head. And how does Banshee react? He goes nuts! He goes pretty nuts, yeah. Uh, and then... Um. Then they start flying at each other. Mm-hmm. Then Guardian pops away. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you remember what his explanation for how he popped away is? Um, was it... Um... So he says that he turns on his suit's gravitational stabiliser, and so he becomes still in proportion to the Earth's rotation. So essentially he's travelling at uh, something like 100... 10,000 miles an hour, something like that. So, yeah. It said 1,000 in the book. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Right. And um, then... Then there's more chatting. Yep. Who's chatting? Heather and Logan. Okay. In the present. Then Puck joins in with the chat. <laughs> yeah. Then he, Puck says that Heather could be the leader of Alpha Flight. That's right, yep. And then, then the final three pages, what happens? It's about Aurora something. Yeah. Goes into a test tube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. And. Um, yeah, so it's not really clear, unless you've read the previous issues, what is happening here. And it's, yeah. So Aurora, her, her power, she's a mutant with her twin brother, North Star. And their power is they can go super fast. And if they hold hands, then they do this blinding light thing. But she's fallen out with her brother, so she wants to have her power link removed. So uh, this guy, uh, uh, Langowski, can't remember his first name now, which is irritating, but Sasquatch is a scientist and her boyfriend. He says that he'll help her break it the link. It looks like it's Bien Moncher. She says Bien Moncher because she's French-Canadian, so she talks in a really ridiculous accent for most of the comic. Um, oh, it says he's called Walter. Oh, that's it, Walter Langowski. Um, yeah, so he does an experiment and... Then she's, then Aurora goes to get dressed. Yeah. And then at the end you see a part of her bum. Yeah, so she goes away and she comes back with a new outfit of which we see the small of her back, her arm and the top of her bum. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Okay. Right, thanks. So, um, 
So let's go through the few questions that I have for you and see where the chat takes us. Okay. Right, so before I made you read this issue of Alpha Flight, what did you know about Alpha Flight? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And what was it that can that I had to convince you of to make you read this comic? That there was someone other than Alpha Flight in it. <laughs> so you'd only read it because it had the X-Men in. Um, just a brief note on this issue from my point of view, which is quite interesting, is that uh, it retells the uh, something that happens in an older issue of X-Men, which John Byrne also wrote. Um, so we're reading the collected uh, Alpha Flight classics and that issue of X-Men is included in the back and it's the Uncanny X-Men issue number 109 so in that what John Byrne does is because he drew the originals he just takes the exact same pages and plots them in this comic so he's actually drawn six fewer pages than he'd normally get paid to do um yeah, so there's, there's all sorts of reasons why you might have done that, but we but yeah. So you didn't know anything about Alpha Flight. You read it because there was some X-Men in. Uh, what did you think of it? I thought it was pretty nice. Pretty nice. What did you like about it? That I had the X-Men in. <laughs> what? <laughs> but you didn't know who some of those X-Men were, did you? Because they're the sort of old 80s X-Men. Um, so what did... Okay, so what specifically? Was there any specific bits that you liked? Yeah. Yeah, go on. The bum at the end. The bum at the end, okay. Other than the <laughs> bum at the end. Um, I like the fight. The fight. What did you like about the fight? That they fight. That they had a fight. Okay. You've, you've, okay. <laughs> um, and what, did, was there anything in it that you weren't particularly keen on? Yeah. Yeah. They were swimming. The swimming bits. Yeah, you didn't they're like the naked. swimming. They're, they're not naked. No, they're I mean, Storm. Kind of. Storm explicitly says that she wishes she was naked. That she mm. she resents having to put on a, a bathing costume. Um, so that's nice for Storm. Bit of a bit of a nudie. Um, and Colossus talks about how he longs for. He misses Russia. That's where he's from. Because uh, this story's from quite early on in the X-Men. They don't know each other very well. Um, so if I talk briefly about some of the bits that I find interesting in this comic, other than the fact that John Byrne literally took about eight pages and just um, dumped them from one comic into the other. It says in the, uh, in the credits that he, that Chris Claremont and Terry Austin accredited for additional material on pages 8 to 11, 13, 16. So those are the pages which were just lifted and, and, and dumped in, which is quite interesting. Um, also, the cover of this issue of Alpha Flight is a copy of the cover of X-Men 106. And down in the corner where Byrne, John Byrne signs it, um, he uh, says, After Cockrum, 19... 77, so that's when the original comic came out. It says something here as well on the front. Yeah, it's John Byrne. So I should have said, Bill. 1984. But one of the reasons why people talk about Alpha Flight is that there's a, a man called John Byrne who um, makes comics, and at one point he was make, he did all the writing and drawing for Alpha Flight um, while at the same time doing all the writing and drawing for Fantastic Four. So he's doing both comics at the same time. Um... Okay, so what else is interesting about this? Because 
<laughs> um, for the sake of the listening audience, Bill is now hiding under a table. Uh, he's had enough. Um, no, that's it, really. There's not a lot which happens in this issue. Um, there's a bit of back and forth between... We learn a little bit more about Puck. Uh, we, we learn that he was some sort of secret agent and that him and Wolverine had crossed paths and were aware of each other but had never met. And they and have a nice little chat. And, yeah, we knew he was a dwarf, though. I, I know it was a surprise for you to find out He's that... He's a dwarf. Yes. But in the front, he does not look like a dwarf. So on the cover, so again for the listening audience, the cover of the book is uh, the uh, has a portrait of Puck, which doesn't show the rest of his body, just his head. Then, then. And then also on the cover of X Men, oh, Alpha Flight One, um, Puck's shown, uh, but the way that he's been uh, positioned in the composition makes him look bigger than he actually is. Yeah, so we learn a bit more about Puck. Uh, and in terms of the book as a whole, this is where Heather starts to get over the death of her husband and decides that she's going to take on leadership of Alpha Flight, despite the fact that she's got no superpowers. She's just got a, a big pair of glasses and some snazzy slacks. Um, right, Bill. I think we've covered everything that we need to for this episode. Uh, can you come back out from under the table? Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, um, yeah, so this is the part of the episode where I normally say to my guest, if people want to find you on the internet, where do they do that? But I desperately don't want anybody to find you on the internet because you're a child. Okay. So um, what have you got coming up? Any projects in the pipeline? No? Mm. They're just school I, and Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And holidays. And holiday. Uh, yes, and your school holiday. Right. Um, so, thank you very much for your time, Bill. <laughs> um, if you would like to find me on the internet, my name is Gareth A. Hopkins. I'm on Twitter at G-R-T-H-I-N-K, which is Gerthink, which is Gareth Inc., but without the vowels in Gareth. Uh, Gerthink is also my website, www.gerthink.com. Um, I'm currently working on a book called Petricor, and also I've just started another project where I watch my son wobble his head because <laughs> he's decided he's so bored. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Join us again on another exciting episode of Alpha Pod Flight. <laughs> <laughs>